Let's say thanks to Kane Doolin, McQuinn, and Young, Northern Colorado's Northern Colorado's personal injury lawyers with over 20-plus years of unmatched experience. They are recognized for their trial results and record recoveries. There's a lot of sleaze bags in this industry, and Kane Doolin, McQuinn, Young are not one of them. It's just the fact of the matter. You look at all those uh, commercials for injury lawyers and and when we talked with uh, uh when we talked with mike kane the last couple of times generously donating a thousand dollars to high plains honor flight uh it's it's really really they're great people doing great work for you if you've been injured in an accident trialproven.com they were great uh seriously when he called in during our honor flight deal yeah. uh, talked about being a marine you know and how moved he was when we were talking to uh i think we were talking jerry to, lucas to jerry lucas yep. uh at that time and uh really moved him and yeah they're they're great people yeah they, they really are and i tell you what gets me is if, if jerry schimmel is associated with them and has been that speaks a lot to me because i really i have a lot of respect for jerry and who he'll do business with a hundred percent you can call him for a free consultation today guaranteed to get back with you within 24 hours 303-246-1111 that's 303-246-1111 cody wilson denver front range weather meteorologist is live with us in the yellow fiber studios cody this is happy monday this is the first uh sense of false spring that we're going to be getting huh indeed indeed and uh, i think we'll be in the 50s today and some of you could be cracking 70 on Tuesday and Wednesday. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, two days of yeah, near yeah, 70 yeah, or 70. Yeah. Mm-hmm, two days of 70. It's going to be great. And then... <sighs> and then... <laughs> and then... Because <laughs> Friday you told us this storm Kablamo. system... Is it, it's not a complaint, no. is it? Okay. The storm system, you said uh, there was a lot of variables still to figure mm-hmm. out. And then after the weekend, a couple of days have passed, uh, what are you seeing from the storm system moving so, in Wednesday night into Thursday? Yeah, right? Wednesday night into Thursday. So we're going to see a pretty good cold front. Temperatures are going to b- bottom out and we'll be a good 30 to 35 degrees colder on Thursday than we will see on Wednesday. I think the accumulating snowfall will stay in the mountains, and then if you're in and south of Denver, I think you've got a good shot at seeing uh, some snur. But uh, here up north, I think the the downsloping wind is going to be too much for us. Uh, We may see some some rain and snow with the cold front but it's just going to be windy and cold up here you know i'm wondering cody you've talked so much um throughout this winter season about this being such a different weather pattern Mm -hmm. that we've seen that we broke the last weather pattern the lot were we in la La nina Nina. Mm -hmm. for for a long period of time and we were breaking through on that and i'm just wondering wondering if typically march is our snowiest month yeah because we've had so much oddity in our winter and we actually got moisture throughout the winter, yeah. can that equal a less snowy March? That's a good question. And I, I think there's cause for debate, which would suggest that, you know, we put a lot of energy into one part of the season and then in turn that's going to take away from other parts yeah, of I mean, it, it's right? a, you know it probably has it's a nothing give and to take do with situation. weather but it's, right. it, it's just something you think numerically yeah you know? no doubt uh, it's something i've i've never really given much thought or consideration to but i could see why you would say that because you know as i've mentioned on the show many times mother nature uh is just trying to achieve balance all the time mm-hmm. And there was so much variability and crazy weather going on in months we typically don't see it. You know, I think that's that's a 
the, the the atmosphere is a counterweight, if you will, that's just trying to to to, to balance all the time. And uh, now that we're finally transitioning out of La Nina, thankfully, and into an Enso neutral pattern, uh, what I've noticed with data is that it tends to delay what we typically see in March and push it more towards the end of the month and into April and May. So April and May is going to be really interesting. But what I will tell you guys is this cold front uh, coming in Wednesday night, Thursday, uh, should keep things fairly cool and active as we head into next week. So Mm. I think the models are really struggling uh, with this weather pattern change and coming out of La Nina, and there's still a lot of questions we have to answer. Well, it's interesting, and that's a really good point, Brian, too, because we're sitting here on March 13th, mm-hmm. and we haven't had much, much. snow no. yeah. at, at all, and we're halfway through the month yeah. as we sit right now. But as we know, too, Cody, uh, you know, the why March is the snowiest month, a lot of times it's just because we do get those kablamos, mm-hmm. as you call them, right? It's oh, not, one it's, good March storm well, yeah, can do it. Absolutely, and if it's big enough, it's it'll do it for March and April. Yeah. Um, much like, you know, 2019 showed us with the bomb cyclone. And then again in 2021, yeah. March of 2021, uh, you know, that was Denver's fourth biggest snowfall on record with that storm. But the mountains are doing great. I mean, well, under, that seems to be the story. Yeah, yeah they, they've, they've been getting nailed. And ultimately, when it comes to, uh, you know, filling up those reservoirs and, and getting us in a position where we've got runoff that's sustainable, um, we're looking really, really good right now. I mean, someone sent me a picture from Crested Butte a couple of days ago, and they, they're they just buried. You know, they've been spending a couple of days just trying to dig themselves out of their own house so they can go into town and buy groceries. So I know that's what's been going. I mean, my dad in North Dakota, mm-hmm. you know, they just got blitzed, blitzed again over again. the weekend yeah. where he's saying, you know, what have I done, Lord? <laughs> Aside from bringing <laughs> Brian into me? this world, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. Well, and for my brother who works in the oil fields, and, you know, the entire state is shut down and having to coordinate work schedules and and talk to companies like Wachovia and say, hey, you know, you should keep your trains where they're at because you're not going to be able to get them here. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just causes way more problems than it fixes, at least in the short term. So, No, it does. Where are our drought conditions at? Uh... So the mountains are in no drought whatsoever. Um, we're in... Um, we're still in a little bit of a drought here along the Front Range, um, and obviously it gets worse the farther east on the plains you go. And then, of course, our friends in southwest Kansas are saying the same thing your dad's saying. You know, Why have you forsaken me? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, again, I see cause for optimism. This cold front is going to bring some moisture with it, and it's going to be a, a lot potentially because we're in that time of the year where we're not dealing with the severe cold that we've seen in December. December, January, and February. So should see some good moisture content on the Eastern Plains with this one on Thursday. Stupid question. I'm sure it is. But, okay, we're going to be upper 60s near 70. Mm-hmm. All right, that definitely causes melting. Yep. 
moisture in the air, yep. all those things. Yep. Does that do anything with the cold weather that comes in the next day? If there's all that moisture that's just floating in the air from evaporation and everything, everything's a little more damp in yes. the air. Does that do anything to create a better chance of snowfall? Absolutely. Yeah. And here, and that's not a dumb question at all. So here's what I'll tell you, Brian. The stronger the thermal gradient is, the stronger the storm is going to be. And here's what I mean by thermal gradient. How warm is it ahead of the cold front and how cold is it behind the cold front? The greater that gradient is, the higher that gradient is, normally the stronger the storm is. Okay. So we're in the 60s and 70s ahead of the cold front, and we're in the 30s behind it. So we're seeing a 30 to 35 degree temperature drop between Wednesday and Thursday. From a meteorologist's perspective, I look at that and I go, oh, yeah, baby, someone's going to get some good moisture out of this. Unfortunately, you have to pay attention to which direction the wind's coming from, right? And if it's a northerly wind, you know, I think we're going to get the shaft up here in northern Colorado. But someone in Denver or on the Palmer Divide on the eastern plains is going to see some good moisture out of this. We're talking with Cody Wilson, Denver and Front Range weather meteorologist here this morning. Uh, So you you were talking about uh, the weather pattern afterwards. Is Mm -hmm. is it, are we sticking back in the 40s after the the cold front? We'll see a mix of 40s and it should be where we're supposed to be this time of the year. Climatology, we should be in the upper 40s around 50 degrees this time of the year. Um, And as we head further into March and April, Obviously, we'll be back into the 50s for climatology and eventually getting into the 60s. But uh, I don't see any significant warm-ups um, in the long term. And then uh, I'm seeing a signal in the forecast models that suggests that the weather pattern is going to stay fairly active as we head through the middle of the month and going into the end of month. And, and obviously, the dramas in the details um, exactly how that impacts Colorado remains to be seen. But again, when it comes to um, increasing um, water content in the mountains, filling up the reservoirs, and at least making a dent in the drought on the eastern plains, um, I'm pretty optimistic. Last year, we saw the wind start blowing late April and didn't stop till June. Mm-hmm. Can we expect that again this year? I don't expect that because we're not going to be in a La Nina pattern. With the La Nina pattern, we change jet stream dynamics entirely. And you also have to think, we lose jet stream energy going into the summertime. It retreats back into Canada because that's where the cold air retreats to. And that's another part two answer to your original question, Brian, is what causes the jet stream? The jet stream separates separates air masses of t- different temperature and moisture densities. The stronger that gradient is, the stronger the jet stream is. So that's where storms, mid-latitude cyclones like this in February, March, and April, that's why they get so much energy and so much wind and so much water is because of those gradients. The st- again, th- just think, the stronger the temperature gradient, the stronger the storm. And that also translates to a stronger jet stream. But in the summer, we lose the jet stream back into Canada, and that's when we lose all that energy. We lose all of our wind, at least on a synoptic scale. I mean, you'll get gusty winds with thunderstorms, right? But that's very micro scale. For sure. Very focused. The wind you're thinking about, the seasonal wind you're talking about on a wide scale, we lose that going into the summertime. Well, we know that... the. 
<clears throat> Mark Snow really waits until basketball season's over and baseball starts. That's so right. that's probably Absolutely. what yeah. we've been waiting for is yeah. just for preps baseball yeah, to, get, to started. get started. <laughs> so the snow can yeah. start to fall and cancel yeah. games yeah. and just There's, scare the hell out yeah, of every coach. It's nothing like a good snur storm with the track and field championships. Am I right? That too. Absolutely. Yeah, Spring sports in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's a challenge. Yeah, it, is. it really is. It really is. As soon as you get yeah. started on it. But uh, uh, nice Nice weather days today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Yep. Um, one thing I'll mention, too, is we see these big warm-ups before a big cool-down. Um, you have to think, we're in the 60s and 70s. That's, you know, 20 degrees above average. That means there's probably going to be a lot of wind with this, too, ahead of the cold front, especially if it's coming out of the west. Down-sloping wind means adiabatic warming. And we see that big warm-up before the cold front comes through, and then the temperatures just crash. So, yeah, it's going to be nice outside the next couple of days. But Tuesday, and especially going into Wednesday, look for the wind machine to start cranking ahead of the cold front. You're talking with Cody Wilson, Denver, Front Range Weather. Anything else that we need to know, my friend? Um, just be smart. You know, as great as this winter and early spring has been as far as water content is in the state, all we need is is one bad windstorm and someone being really stupid with a cigarette or a spark, and that changes everything. It's a great point. As much, even as much snow cover yep. and all that as we think we have, there's right. a lot of dry timber, a yep. lot of dry grass. There's yep. yeah, yep, beetle kill. I mean. Anywhere there's open terrain and exposed vegetation that doesn't have any snow on the ground, um, you know, just always err on the side of caution. Don't be stupid. Be aware of your surroundings. If you see something, say something. Uh, very true. Cody Wilson, Denver and Front Range Weather. You got a pun for us today? <laughs> I haven't looked this at your time, page This yet. time change is killing me. <laughs> um you can read them the one I posted this morning because I already forgot. Attaboy. Oh, I really? can't because I'm not on Facebook anymore. Okay, that's fair. If you if you give me 10 seconds, I'll read it to well, you. Yeah, well, let's, let's read let's some see texts. Who tries to get it first. Let's read some texts while they're both <laughs> looking here. <laughs> All right. So uh, the pun I have for the day is why can't you breed an eel with an eagle? Breed an eel with an eagle? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because it's ill eagle. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Got him. Ooh, boy, I'm glad we dug for that one. <laughs> I feel like when Geraldo Rivera went into Al Capone's vault and found a bottle. Uh, that was it. Big TV special. Everyone's glued. What's going to be in the vault? It was one dusty bottle in Geraldo. I think that's where we just went. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. <laughs> Big thrill. Big thrill. You know what? Let's get a break. We'll get to some of these, these texts when we get back on the other side. Check out Cody the Weather Guy podcast coming out here shortly on 1310kfk.com. Cody, appreciate it, my friend. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. All right, 952. It's Good Morning NOCA. We'll come back and wrap it up next.